Students taking agriculture-related post-secondary studies next year have a chance to ease the burden on their wallet. At the end of October, the Saskatchewan government, in partnership with the federal government, opened up the application period for their annual Saskatchewan Agriculture Student Scholarship Program. It's just an opportunity for young you know, men and women that are looking at post-secondary education in the ag sector. And regardless, of, it doesn't matter what side of it, whether it's you know, crop science, livestock science, or, you know, uh, technology or anything like that. And so it's just a small appreciation that we can show. That was Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt. The objective for students is to craft a three-minute video or 1,000-word essay around transparency in agriculture sector. The grand prize winner will take home a $4,000 purse, with three runner-up prizes being given out of $2,000 apiece. Roquette held a virtual grand opening celebration for its pea protein facility near Portage, Manitoba. Managing Director Dominique Bowman helped build and lead the team that made this plant a reality and notes there are many challenges they face. But the main challenge was COVID. We were really close of, you know, shutting down the project. And because we have operations in China, we have operations in Europe, we were able to anticipate what, what, is going to, what was going to happen here in Canada. So we're always a, a step ahead and the team did a very good job to, uh, to adjust. We did not lose any day of work on site due to COVID. Bowman explained that the recent plant is using 60 acres out of the 200 they have available and they will be expanding for future production. He adds their goal of hiring 120 employees is almost reached. Corn imports coming in from Canada from the United States have dramatically increased thanks to recent summer drought. Most of that corn is designated as feed since many traditional feed crops such as barley have been heavily affected. Left Field Commodity Research President Chuck Penner says imports will drastically increase. Typically, we'll import a few hundred thousand tons, you know, six, eight hundred thousand tons uh, from the U.S. into Western Canada, and and yeah, this year it could be two, three million tons uh, by the by the end of the day, just to replace the lost barley. Penner says so far imports have nearly quadrupled compared to the average. Rail delays caused by flooding in B.C. is impacting grain movement. Wade Sobkowicz is executive director of the Western Grain Elevator Association. He was asked if farmers' grain deliveries will be impacted. It just depends on how long it takes. You know, we have our, our faith in the railways, to, uh, and they're working very hard, we know, to get their assessments done and begin the rebuild or repair of those lines, both CN and CP. So that's our plan A, allow the railways to do their work and give them the time that they need to do that and try and get things opening up again. So, you know, it depends on how long we're down. If we're down a couple of days, probably it won't have too much of an impact. But if we're down a couple of weeks, you know, that's when, you know, farmer deliveries start having to be rescheduled and it backs things up both from a logistics point of view and, and, and as it pertains to future sales programs. The Canadian Federation of Agriculture has written a letter to the Prime Minister in regards to the flooding in B.C., President Mary Robinson. We're asking government to, uh, to recognize this and to make sure that feed, animal feed, is given priority uh, once we get those, uh, those routes into B.C. by road and rail kind of temporarily reestablished, which we hope is going to be, you know, quick. It's certainly a dangerous situation. The ground is anything but stable at this point as well as any feed that would be available in the port of Vancouver, because we know that there will be some sitting certainly on the shoulder of the port. CFA is asking the government to quickly trigger agro-recovery. 
And finally, the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Foundation and the University of British Columbia's Conservation Decision Lab are holding an online workshop to explore how the priority threat management approach can help identify the best strategies for managing threats to biodiversity in the northern Great Plains region of southwest Saskatchewan. For information on how to attend, email Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association General Manager Wayne Helquist at quest at myaccess.ca. For Golden West Radio, I'm Sean Slatt.